2: welcome to the believe in nfl draft prospect podcast it is an interview edition because we are now just weeks away from the 2023 nfl draft um, nfl draft finally kicking off feels like this process has been going on forever man but we have joining myself ryan roberts and joe D leone on the podcast today mr ricky stromberg center out of the university of arkansas if anybody has watched their show over the last two years because ricky's been eligible now for two cycles We've been big fans, and you were just our number one center, obviously on the board, Ricky, in the twenty twenty three NFL Draft. When we did our recent center rankings, uh, so I guess um, you know, just, just kind of filling us in, Ricky, before we get into kind of your backstory and everything, man. We're past the combine, pro days in front of us, a few weeks away from the NFL Draft. Finally getting here, man. How's everything been? Kind of leading up to this, to this, um, to today, really?
1: Yeah. So it's, it's it's all been great. It was a great process. So I got done. I didn't play in the bowl game, so I was done early, actually. I went home in December, and I was working out there, kind of prepping, um, kind of taking a little bit of like a week off or whatever from the season. Um, So I went home, and then after that, I went off to training. I trained in APEC um, in Fort Worth, which is a great place. Uh, I met some cool guys down there. The whole process was exciting. I know I went to the Shrine Bowl. That was really – that's when the interviews. When I first started doing interviews, I'll tell you, I was really, really nervous for them at first. I was like, "Oh gosh, here we go," <laughs> whatever. So I just went in. Uh, but it, they, 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 but all of them went good. I felt good up. Felt good about all of it. And then transitioning to the combine, uh, that's when the I did some formal interviews and stuff. And that one, that those, those went all well too. But it was, it's been, it's been really fun because yeah, yeah. you grew up watching. The, I, I grew up watching the combine. You know, being in yeah. it, was like, it was so cool. Yeah man, I gotta
0: ask the 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 always fun thing to ask after the interviews are done. Or what's the weirdest question you got to ask? I I gotta know. Did you get any of the weird ones, or were they kind of tame this year? Uh,
1: I didn't. I'm trying to think. I had so I had six formals, but I I don't think I got any weird. I I was I was told I was going to get weird questions. I've I've heard people 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 were telling me, hey, they're going to ask you. They could ask you this or this. I would have to think on it. If I think on it, let, let me let me get back to you at the end of this. It must not have been that remember. weird though. If if you don't remember, it must they must have been kind no, of normal exactly festivals. yeah yeah. So it really it really wasn't that weird, honestly.
2: Love That's it, good. Well, well, Ricky, I definitely want to get into obviously a lot of the process, but I actually wanted to kind of touch base a little bit on your background. I know that you're a Oklahoma guy. I think Tulsa originally. You know, grew up there and everything. Uh, I guess my main question is, how did you end up in Arkansas? Like, what's kind of the backstory to how you got to being a part of the program?
1: Yeah, so I was originally committed to Tulsa University. Tulsa is about, like, 15 minutes from my house. And uh, so I was originally committed there for the longest. I committed there in the summer of, I think, 2018 is my senior year. 2018, I was there from committed from June to all the way up until a day before signing day. And then I had a bunch of other offers, but they were smaller schools. They weren't Power 5, and I really wanted to play in the Power 5. And so Arkansas, I was talking for like past week and I was like, okay, like, you know, maybe it's going to happen. Maybe it's like I didn't know. And then I think it was the day before signing day they offered or they offered me. And I was like, I just took it. I just took it. Well, well, well,
2: yeah. And and so when you were offered by Arkansas and you made the decision to go, what was Sam Pittman's role at that time? Was he head coach yet or was still offensive line coach?
1: No, no, no. So he wasn't there. I I, I recruited by Morris. Chad Morris was the was as last year there, gotcha. so I had uh, my my online coach was Dustin Fry. I don't know if you guys know him. Uh, he was at SMU before, but that was the staff that was there. They was there for one year, and they were all they are. Coach Morris got fired in November, and then Coach Pitt came in like middle of January. I think they they hired him
0: for for you being an offensive lineman, and them hiring an offensive line coach, and, I, and like the ongoing. Gag like just from the outside. Not gag, but like the thought of of Sam Pittman, everyone's like, oh, this is a real football guy, real tough guy. You're getting a true offensive line coach in Sam Pittman being the head coach of Arkansas. For you as an offensive lineman, like what was that like having him leading your team? Does he coach the team like an old lineman? Does that help your approach and your uh your demeanor as a player?
1: Yeah. Uh so he didn't really coach. I mean, like, since he was an old line coach, he would come in and um he, he would come into our meetings every once in a while, you know, because he's an O-line guy, so he wants to come hang out and stuff. But, I mean, he never – <laughs> like during Indy – like, during Indy's the time he, he has the time to walk around. He would walk straight over the O-line first for sure and then kind of, like, kind of coach in a little bit. But he was more focused on being a head coach, I think, at the time. So, he wasn't really around too much. Mm-hmm. But when I first heard of him, I was excited. I was like, wow, like, this is like the, you know, the offensive line guru. You know, he put two guys, I think, in the first round before he came to Arkansas, like, from the past year, was it – Andrew Thomas and another guy, I think, right? Yeah, those two guys. But I was like, wow, this guy's about to come. So it was really cool when he when he first came in the building. I first met him. Like it was it was it was cool. And then all from there, it was great. My relationship with him was great throughout the the uh, three years. Three years he was there, or I was there when he was
2: when he got there. And how do do you feel, Ricky, as far as like the future of Arkansas football? Because, I mean, I've seen a lot of great signs, obviously, out of the team over the last couple of years under Coach Pittman. Seems to be kind of a a big emphasis on toughness and physicality and kind of doing (laughs) everything the right way. What are your expectations just of where Arkansas is going to go from where you guys left it here?
1: Yeah, I think they're I think they're trending up. I think they have a lot. I mean, I know their team's younger this year. Uh, I know they got some transfers. It's kind of crazy because when I came in there, like I knew everybody, you know, and like this past year I left, and I, I actually went and worked out there today during the day, and I, I saw the guys that I knew. But there's a lot; it's a younger team, it's younger guys. Um, I know two of my great friends are still there, and they're playing the offensive line. But uh, I think it's trending up. I really do because the way they, the way Coach Pitt runs the culture and or runs the program, like type of culture they have, and um, I, I think it's only trending up from here. And and they have a bunch of. And they have a bunch of younger guys coming in. that are good players, I think. So I think it's so like can you know the more they grow, the more leadership skills they're going to you know obtain. So I think it'll be think it'll be good for them.
0: So Ricky, a lot of people believed that after your junior year, or the the previous draft cycle, that if you entered, you would have been one of the the higher centers selected, or possibly the highest center drafted in the twenty twenty two class. You decided to go back with eligibility remaining. What? me impacted that decision why did you decide that you wanted to go back and play for for another yeah
1: game? so I so after the season I went and talked to coach Pitt and he told him my grades and there was some like three to fours three to fours and then there was also like five to six I, I'm trying to remember it's like five to six so it wasn't like I thought it would be I thought it would be my head out like okay like if it's two to three two to three grades a lot you most of the teams say that like yeah I'm gonna go it was three to four three to four um and then some five to six five to six that was like the majority. Those two, those two type of grades were what I was getting back. Mm-hmm. So then I was thinking, I was like, okay, like you know, like I knew, I knew. Uh, uh, what's the guy from Iowa? His name that came out last Linder- year. Linderbaum. 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 I knew he was number one for sure. I know there was a mix of them. Um, so I thought, like, you know, I'm a junior. I've played. You know, this is my second year at center. I was like, it would not hurt coming back at all. And I have my, I have my best friends here. They're all coming back from their season. So it's like it was kind of almost like easy. It was like, all right. Well, it's like you know, go out, go get undrafted or, or you know, or be late or, you know, wh- whatever could happen. Or, you know, come back, have another year of football. You know, I'm comfortable here. I can grow here. I have my friends here, closer to family. So it's kind of like, kind of easy.
2: Well, and, and I know obviously you mentioned that obviously the last three years now at center. I think you started it, uh, played a little bit of guard as a freshman, yeah, if
1: I remember I started, correctly. I started two games at, oh my gosh, it was a while ago, two games at, <laughs> Left guard, and then I moved over for the other. The rest of the season, at right guard.
2: So how how foreign was the center position to you? Is this something that you dabbled in? Went during your high
1: school career? Was that kind of just a brand new thing for you? It's funny. It's funny to say that because so I I grew up wanting to play like defensive end stuff. And my dad, like I remember, I was shooting hoops. My dad's like in seventh grade. He was like, you know what? He's like, I don't don't know. He's like, you know what? You'd make a really good center. I was like, no. I was like, no. "No." (laughs) Defensive tackle, I'm defensive end. And it turns out, you know, I moved to center. I played, I did play center high school for three games. Um, I was always a tackle though in high school. Yeah. And I bumped back out of the tackle during my senior year. But then I, uh, when I moved to center and I started like figuring out, like I started like, because when you play, like when I first got there, I was learning. It was like, it was all in the center, you know? So I was learning football, but not as much as I think I should be. And when I moved to center. It was like, I sort of, I started learning how to, you know, ID defenses and all this stuff. And the coach that was there at the time was a great coach and he taught it well to me. So, I think it was a natural fit. I think it fits perfectly.
2: Well, and and Ricky, could I ask, I mean, from the general perspective, because, you know, you already mentioned a little bit about the combine and going out to East West and everything, but you're also, you've been a lot of different places now, right? Like you're talking about Arkansas, you're down in Texas training, you go up to Las Vegas that's a pretty wild experience you go out to Indianapolis which is a, a crazy fun little city for people that have never been out there what's just been, the hustle and bustle of this process has to be I don't want to want to know if it's fun if it's anxious like what's the emotions kind of working through all this
1: yeah honestly it's I think it's fun I've so I would say I enjoyed the combine a little bit more just because like I grew up watching that one you know the all-star game I did enjoy that uh it, it is definitely anxious though uh when i get there but when i'm like when i'm about to when i'm in it though when i'm going through interviews or when i'm going through uh per se like you know i'm at the shrine Bowl doing practices or like combine if i'm doing drills we do the workout day like it's all it all falls like i'm like i'm not anxious anymore i'm like i'm having fun it's exciting but it definitely is it, it is like the thought of going before is like I was a little nervous but i was mainly excited i think it was excited nerves but mm. no i really i really enjoyed it uh like, walking in the combine, that was so cool. My parents came up, too. They drove up from Tulsa. So, I was like, we all got the experience. And my dad grew up watching it. So, I mean, it was cool. Dude, it, it's so wild because this was the first year. I was there
2: at combine, obviously, covering it from a media perspective. And that was the first time they ever let media in the stadium as well. And I walked into Lucas Oil. I was like, this is – would never been there before. <laughs> you know? So, I'm
1: like – Oh, this is real, man. Like, this is yeah, legit. They're, they're, they're cool, too. Like, I didn't realize how big their stadium is. When you walk in, it's like it's a high ceiling up there. It's like it reminds me of ATT. When I played at ATT when we played A&M every year, so it reminded me of a little bit of ATT. I was like, this is a sick stadium, but I, it was especially the fan part, too. Whenever they start bringing they letting fans, they're letting fans come now. I think that's a really cool deal, especially for the quarter the day before the quarterbacks were out there. And oh my gosh, it was it was people everywhere. It was, yeah, did
0: you notice cool. the fans when you were on the field? Is that like something that? that you could notice or is it, I always think it's a, conceptually it's cool, but it just seems odd and sitting and watching a little bit. You, you can kind of notice
1: them. Uh, it's funny. Cause I finished the drill. And I can hear my mom like screaming <laughs> in way in front, but you, you can, like when you're doing the stuff, you're not thinking about it. Like, like in a football game, I'm not thinking about the 80,000. Mm-hmm. I'm really not when I'm playing. So you don't really think about, it, but after it's, it's always cool to go. It, it was cool to go up, go up in the stance and see my family there. Ricky,
0: speaking on the combine though a little bit more, and I, I know I asked you a question about the interviews earlier, but who have you been like meeting with the most? Who do you think you you've really connected with the most throughout this this process amongst these NFL teams?
1: Yeah, so I would say from the day I declared to now, I would say I've interacted with the Jets the most. If I'm trying to think, the Jets have been really interested. Uh, the Bears, I'm uh, taking a visit. Uh, I don't, know, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but I don't think it's going to hurt me if I do. But I'm taking a visit to Chicago like April 2nd doing the 30 visit, and then I have mm-hmm. one with Washington the 19th. Awesome. But throughout the whole week, I think uh, – I went to the combine now. I think, I think uh, the Browns are pretty interested. I had them with the Steelers, uh, Browns, Jets, Jags, Bills, and um, Commanders. But I think um, – I'd say Jets, Bears, and – I'd say Browns. I'd say those three that stick out. Steelers too. You, you
2: being an Oklahoma guy, Ricky, was there a favorite team growing up, or was there allegiance at all?
1: Yeah, it was the Chicago Bears. My parents from Chicago, Nice. So they grew up. In, they grew up in Chicago. My dad grew up watching the uh, the '85 Bears. They went to every single game when they were really good. So it's I grew up at like a diehard Bears fan.
0: <laughs> so That's what's funny. that feeling like then, Evan? That being one of your two top thirty visits, like what's that? What's that like for you?
1: Yeah, when I heard about it, it as my one of my businesses, I was like, I immediately called my dad. I was like, You're not gonna believe this. Like it's it's just it's just so surreal. It's like I don't know. It's it's hard to at first it's like I'm like kinda like a kid, like my my like the little kid in me is like freaking out like, Oh, let's go and then it's kinda like you're then it's like kinda like your head's like, All right, now it's like down to down to business, you know? But uh in that moment it was really cool. But I'm I'm really excited to go up there. I've been mm-hmm. to Chicago plenty of times, like as a kid, so I'm i so, I'm so excited to go back up there.
2: That's awesome, man. I mean, literally, that's like, I mean, you mentioned the combine experience, obviously, getting up to Chicago now, kind of reminiscing a little bit and talking with your dad and everything. That's really dope, yeah. man. That really is. Yeah. Ricky, if, if I could, before we finish up with you, I would love to ask you about two different players. One is in the 2023 NFL draft. I would love to ask you about a guy that's probably more of the 2024 kid that went back to school.
1: Yeah, go ahead.
2: Everyone has been talking a lot about, and Joe's a big fan of him as well, Mr. Drew Sanders that plays linebacker, obviously, for Arkansas. Now, I know you're probably seeing more of the scout team defensive players on a day-to-day basis when you guys are working team and everything, but just kind of seeing Drew as a guy that was only there for one year, played a lot on the edge at um, Alabama, obviously, and then transitioned to a true off-ball linebacker. What, What, for you, sets him apart as a football player? Like, What makes him special?
1: I think I think his like passion for the game, like not just that, but like his passion for the game is so deep. I think that like he plays so hard. His physical, his his physicality and his athletic ability to be that physical, that athletic, and that big to be able to move like he does. He moves like a DB. So it's like he, he he's like he's a guy you look at. I remember he came in in the spring. He came down. He, he we were running some simple inside zone play. He came downhill and he we smacked each other. But like I have never been hit that hard from a linebacker before. And I was like, wow. Like, And he's also very, very athletic. He can swim around like he's swimming before. So it's like he, he's tough to block, but he, he, he's just so special because he has all those traits traits with him. So,
2: and, and then the second guy that's returning is a guy that you have to block for a lot. I'm a big fan of Rocket Sanders, man. Got to say it, running back position. Uh, what's it been like blocking for him over the last couple of years?
1: And what, what for you stands out about his game? Yeah, Rockets. Rockets a mature young guy in my eyes. Okay, so I, I call him young because he came in two years before me. He was a freshman when I was a junior, so I thought my he was younger. But when he came in, he's the way he carried himself. He carried himself like he's been there for like four years already. Um, mm-hmm. He's he, he has great vision as a running back, I think, and he's a good leader too. He's Rockets, just a great overall guy, and I I enjoyed playing with him. He was awesome to play with. I mean, coming off the sideline, say we got a say we got to run stuffed like. He come over like, Hey, like this that's my he'd be like, Hey, that's my bad. I should have hit this hole. Or like we come off, Hey, rock my bad. He's like, No, you're good. Like there's no like there's no drama with Rocket. He's just he's really mature, like straight to the point type of guy. So
2: Love it. Love it. And I, I guess my last question, Ricky, and I'll, I'll hit Joe in case he wants to ask anything extra is it seems like by, by everything you've said, told us as far, as far as your family, it sounds like you have a really close knit family. And I would just kind of love to hear maybe a little bit about how important they've been in this process and maybe how you're going to kind of spend your draft day and celebrate with them a little bit. Yeah,
1: no, my, my, my parents have been there. My mom, my dad, my, my two brothers, and my sister, they've been there. They've been there for me since I was like super little. I mean, I know my parents, my, my, I remember, I remember in kindergarten, my dad, I didn't want to play football in kindergarten. My dad was like, I was like, I don't want to play. He's like, Nope, you're playing. But I'm. thank God he put me in back in football. But I mean, they, they growing up, I mean, they, they come to every, every Arkansas game I've had, they've been to, I don't think they've missed. They've never missed one game. That's home or away. Like we played at BYU. They drove the BYU. They're there. Like wherever we go, we played in Tampa. They drive, they drive to Tampa. They love traveling, but that but they also just want to come see me like they want to support, so it's been like incredible. And then like going to the combine, you know, my dad they fly out to Vegas for the Shrine Game, they drive up to Indianapolis for the combine, so like they're always there. And that's something that like I love my family. Yeah, I'm super close to my family, like you said. And then for draft party, um, I'm having it. Yeah, I'm having it in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in my house. It's just going to be you know family, aunts and uncles I've grew up with, and I like I want to. I'm so excited to like share that moment with them because like it's not and I know it's, this sounds cliche, but it's not, it's not cliche, but I think this is true. Like I, I wouldn't be where I am without them and the support that they've given me. Like, and that includes like, you know, car rides to the games and, you know, support, like, you know, hard, tough, tough love and things like that. So it's like, it's going to be cool to spend that moment with them because we can all celebrate it. I feel like my head. So.
2: Love it. Well, again, joined by Ricky Stromberg star center for the Arkansas Razorbacks, 2023 NFL draft. Prospect, Ricky, I know it's been very busy for you throughout this time, man. You got the top 30 visits coming up. It's only a few weeks till draft day, but we really do appreciate you for joining the show, man. Wishing you the best of
1: luck. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.